Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Ascension Providence, Myatt Fuels, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Several individual players, those foul totals are really adding up. Akinjo launches a three and he splashes it from the left side. How about that? A disappointing first half. He's come on here in the second. Oh, there it was. ESPN Central Texas. J-Mo and uh, Pat Nunley uh, doing their thing. And um, it, uh, it was uh, oh, another Baylor win. Only by eight. Oh, my gosh. What are we going to do? They only won by eight points on the road against Oregon. Uh, Bears still remain number one in the country and were down right around halftime. And, and, you know, it was kind of a back and forth type affair. In fact, they were down by 12 points at one uh, at one point in the first half. But uh, Bears got it going. And I think, it you know, in, in the end, that'll be a really good game for them that they were able to kind of dig down and fight their way back. And there's always that uh, all that huge punch that they'll throw kind of hit you with a tidal wave and the bears are good at that and uh Aaron you um I, I think you saw me the other day I came in in a suit and tie which is not <laughs> not totally normal for me and as I do the show today Aaron I'm in a suit and tie again maybe similar to the suit I had on the other day and I've been uh, unfortunately I've been kind of on a funeral uh, uh run here Friday was for uh Dave Campbell and we celebrated his life in uh, downtown Waco, uh, just right down the road there on Austin Avenue. And, and that was a meaningful service. Uh, his daughters were involved, and that was uh, John McClain and, and uh, I think David Barron spoke as well. Uh, that was a really cool service. In fact, we'll have somebody that, uh, that Dave was very meaningful in their life on with us at 5 o'clock today, uh, a guest that I think you'll enjoy in, in uh, discussing some, some Baylor history and that kind of thing. Uh, we will do that at five o'clock today with Tony Peterson, who is uh, uh, was uh, uh, kind of came up under Dave, went to Baylor, and then became the editor of the Houston Chronicle for a lot of years, and then is now the the dean of uh, SMU's journalism school. So he's going to be with us at five today. I was at the funeral of another Baylor icon, um, and the, his name was Dr. Bob Feather. Now, we all knew him as Bob. He didn't really tell anybody he was a doctor. He was a theologian, and uh, that's how he got his doctorate many, many years ago. But for our old-timers in the audience who may have a little religious bent, he was part of the uh, group with uh, Bruce McKeever that was the uh, sort of the youth evangelism move back in the 50s. And they, uh, uh, Bruce went on to be on campus and was on campus at, at various places, and, and Bruce went to Baylor. And uh, and then Bob Feather, who we celebrated his life today, he died at age 93, uh, was uh, in development years. He was a pastor at various places, Kentucky, uh, Wilshire Baptist in Dallas, where I have attended in the past, uh, Park Cities Baptist in Dallas, where I've also attended. And then um, uh, he became, during Herbert Reynolds' days at Baylor, 80s and 90s, the leading uh, development guy. And, uh, in fact, was the driving force on, I think, about seven buildings that are still on campus at Baylor. 
in the 80s and 90s. So, uh, tremendous life. And, um, Aaron, I know from time to time you've had to attend services and funerals and that kind of thing. And, you know, you, you don't ever really want to go. I mean, it's not like you're like, oh, great, I get to go to a funeral today. But I always find that I'm glad I did. You know, I, I there have been some that I've looked back and gone, man, I should have been at that or I should have gone to that and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, I just would encourage you when, when somebody that maybe has had an impact on your life or, or you've crossed paths with passes away, uh, again, I'm not telling you how to do your business. I'm just saying I've not gone in the past and regretted it. I never regret going. You know, I always come away from those things. But, uh, Aaron, as only I could do today, I was going to try to race and see Carolyn Feather, uh, who's a great family friend, and, and see if I could just sort of beat everybody to the reception and, and say hello because I had to race out to do the radio show, right? And <clears throat> in typical form, I followed a bunch of people thinking they knew where they were going. Well, they went to, like, the old Fellowship Hall at Park City's Baptist Church in Dallas. Well, I that's not – it wasn't the, – the lights were off. We're like, well, this isn't it. And so we went to across the building. Then, Aaron, as I had to explain to somebody that was in line, um, hey, I, I've got to go. Is there any way I could get in line with you? Uh, and and they were very gracious. You bet. You bet. And I got to know them a little bit while we waited. But, Aaron, you never feel great about cutting in line at a funeral you know, to, say, to say hello to the family. But, I, you know, at the same time, the, the alternative was not to get to – Tell them hi and and let them know you know what I'm thinking about them and all that. So it was um, a typical Mosley form. There was a lot going on, but I did get to talk to his wife and uh, for Baylorites listening to us, and we have a lot of Baylor people that that listen. They will recognize the name Bob Feather, and uh, again he died at age uh, 93. And a lot of people like Daryl Lane, uh, uh, Linus and Lanus. Uh, all those people have been with Baylor forever and listen to us all the time. Um, they uh, they will recognize that name. So we uh, celebrated Bob Feather. So anyway, Aaron, um, Friday we celebrated Dave Campbell. Today we celebrated Bob Feather. Um, I would sort of like to I, – I want everybody to kind of hang on for a while. Uh, but you know what I'm saying, Aaron? I don't think – you never regret going to these things, you know, because it's just – you're inspired in a lot of ways. It's sad, and and uh, you see. And but I guess the thing that was amazing to me about about both Dave Campbell and Bob Feather's funeral today is they were Dave was 96, Bob Feather was 93, and you, and you kind of think, well, are, is there anybody that old that'll still be around to come to the funeral? And man, there were tons of people there, and that's what it's like when you have that impact on so many different generations of people. And they were young, old. Of course, he had great grandchildren, and uh, and and we got to. Uh, I mean, it was uh, it was just kind of an amazing thing to attend both of those funerals. And both of those folks, it happened to be enormous Baylor people, and uh, and and just iconic. I mean, Bob Feather. If you talk to somebody, Aaron, that like knew about raising funds, and and one guy today kind of had a funny line when they were talking about. Uh, Bob, they said he had that rare quality where even the people that knew why he was there still wanted to meet with him <laughs> because what he was there to talk to him about was donating a bunch of money to Baylor. 
and and yet they did it willingly, and that takes a special person. And uh, uh, we got some good ones now at Baylor, but I'm just telling you, everybody that that had a career in that world, um, and uh, like Greg Davis is doing that right now, and he's a great uh, he's a great friend, a gr- really good guy, played basketball at Baylor. But if you were if you're doing that job. You either learned, you either directly met Bob, or you learned from somebody who learned under Bob. And uh, I just think that's a tricky, tricky thing to to be a minister and then to be a fundraiser. But quite honestly, think about it, Aaron. Who's better at doing that than ministers? They've been trying to get people to give to the church for for years. They stand up and they encourage people to give and and. Uh, and, and, and tithe, and, and those of us who grow up in the church, we know what we're supposed to tithe, our 10% and all of that. So I guess former ministers may be as good as anybody uh, at that uh, particular job. But, uh, but Aaron, I just thought I would uh, start today on a uh, somewhat of a sad note, but also an upbeat note in that these are amazing lives. And, uh, Aaron, I'm sure that when you go to – you've had to go to your fair share of funerals – don't you, from time to time, come away almost inspired by the lives that some of those people lived? Absolutely, and and I think you made a great point. If you if you know, sometimes you're trying to decide whether you should or shouldn't go if someone passes, depending on how well you knew them. You know, other things. You'll never regret not going. If yeah. that makes sense. So, yeah. so. If you have, you know, when someone passes, as you know, yeah, you'll never regret going. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I meant to yeah. say. Absolutely. Um, yeah. But you, there is a good chance that you'll regret not going. That's something that I've found in in my life, and you probably have in yours too. You know, if you're on the fence, just go. It, it's uh, mm-hmm. you. You will not regret it. <laughs> and then, Aaron, to, racing to do the show from from the Metroplex studio that I use. You can imagine. Uh, Racing back to the from, to the Batcave, the, the path from uh, the path from uh, Park Cities takes you right next to North Park, and everybody in our listening audience has made their way at some point to do some shopping, and maybe you've gone at the holidays. Well, it's it's Christmas week now, <clears throat> so it's absolute chaos. So I, uh, Aaron, as I've I've done a little too often to you lately, I was kind of like, Aaron, it's going to be right at four o'clock. So I came streaming in, but we made it, and we are on the air, and uh, we are uh, glad to be talking some sports today, and uh, we'll have some fun, and we're going to re- uh, continue to look back at the life the life of uh, of Dave Campbell. Now, Aaron, I didn't get to say hi to uh, Coach Taft the other day. I-, I got to say hi to several people that came out of the service that were. Um, you know, like uh, former sports writers, we'll talk to one of them today. But I, I was told that Coach Taff was there, obviously, to uh, represent generations of, of Baylor people. And and, uh, and and he was there. R.C. Slocum was also there, the former Aggie coach. And, and Aaron, you and I don't always uh, – we don't always stop down and, and love the Aggies as much as uh, maybe we should. We've got a lot of great Aggie friends. But uh, I just thought that was really cool that uh, not only did R.C. weigh in and say some very kind words about what he thought of, of Mr. Campbell, uh, but he showed up. And, um, and I, you know, I think, that's, I think it's extremely important. 
and um, and I uh, I know it was very important for people from Baylor to uh, to show up to honor uh, Dave Campbell, and uh, that's just a, I mean that's an icon, that's a Baylor icon, and I know that service the other day, a lot of really, uh, I, but to me that service was, I I just was viewing it through the prism of a as a my career's been in sports writing, and so to watch. All those sports writers come out of that, all, out of that place, that had been touched, had been uh, mentored by Dave Campbell. Just meant a lot. Dave Barron was there. He spoke. Uh, John uh, uh, John McClain spoke. The guy you'll hear from today, Tony Peterson, was there. Dave Cass Stevens, John Black. Some of these were Baylor people, and um, I mean these were uh, these were these were the people that were just big-time sports writers that I grew up reading. Uh, and then John Werner, of course, was there. And I'm sure Jerry, I didn't get to see Jerry at the funeral the other day. I'm sure Jerry Hill, he had to be there. Um, and, uh, and then uh, J-Mo, of course, uh, because he's, uh, he has, uh, you know, just uh, been a, he, he, he grew up. Anybody that went to Baylor in the 70s or 80s, like John did, uh, just thought the world of Mr. Campbell. So, uh, anyway, we just I just kind of wanted to open up today talking about some of these amazing people and uh, and what it, what it's been like and, and the impact they had on so many different generations. We as we said goodbye to Dave Campbell on Friday and today to Dr. Robert Feather, who all of us knew is simply Bob. And uh, in fact, the uh, the grandchildren referred to him as Buddy Bob. And so that's how they addressed him as they got up there to speak today. It's always neat to see grandchildren. And, of course, they've, uh, they've grown up, and some of the grandchildren have had their own children. And so there were four grandchildren that spoke, and then there were, I saw some little ones walking out with the family. So Bob got to, got to meet those great-grandchildren. What a blessing that was. All right, it's Matt Mosley's show, ESPN Central Texas. As we uh, continue to move on, we're celebrating a lot of things today, including a Mary Harden Baylor, that uh, UMHB national title. That's very exciting. We'll have some words on that later in the program. But next, we're going to talk about the Dallas Cowboys and what happened in that game, the good, the bad, the ugly. We talk Cowboys. We do it next. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly clear skies with areas of fog developing overnight with low temperatures falling to around 32 degrees. We'll see areas of fog tomorrow morning, then that'll burn off and leave us with mostly sunny skies. 64 the high, and then on Wednesday, mostly sunny. It's going to be warmer for the high of 70. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. The Baylor Coaches Show, now 7 to 8 p.m. Wednesdays, live from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco. Join us Wednesday, December 22nd, live from Rudy's for a Sugar Bowl preview show featuring head coach Dave Aranda. That's Wednesday, the 22nd. Join us this Wednesday for the Baylor Coaches Show, live from Rudy's, now beginning at 7 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. 
The perfect gift for that special someone on your Christmas list can be found at Appaloosa Trading Post and Rodeo Pond. They are your one stop for rustic furniture for both home and office, saddles for adults and children, gold and silver jewelry, cowhides for area rugs and decorations, and guns from brand names Smith & Wesson, Bursa, Glock, and Ruger. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118 to 22462. Merry Christmas from Appaloosa Trading Post, Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco, and on Facebook. Don't let pain and sports injuries keep you on the sidelines. Talk with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group Providence Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. You'll discover personalized orthopedic care for kids and adults from minimally invasive to advanced surgical options and the support of physical therapy during recovery. Our doctors and care teams listen to understand you and deliver the care that's right for you at every step. Request an appointment at ascension.org slash Providence TX Sports Med. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. The self-employed face a particular challenge with respect to health coverage. Healthcare costs have just skyrocketed and it has really gotten to where it's very complex and confusing. Hurley Benefit Services Vice President, Tammy Hurley. Self-employed individuals have such a personal responsibility and so they really like being able to be in charge of their personal insurance policies and their choices. Health insurance, if you're self-employed, doesn't have to be hard to buy. Hurley Benefit Services can help. Being a self-employed individual, you are working so hard on your business and to know all the answers or to even know what questions to ask about insurance is tough. Come to us, we can answer those questions for you and find a package that you're going to be able to afford and it's going to meet your needs. Set a no-cost, no-obligation appointment with Hurley Benefit Services to find out more. Hurley Benefit Services is locally owned and they're online at HurleyBenefitServices.com. H-U-R-L-E-Y BenefitServices.com the perfect gift for that special someone on your Christmas list can be found at Appaloosa Trading Post and Rodeo Pond. They are your one stop for rustic furniture for both home and office, saddles for adults and children, gold and silver jewelry, cowhides for area rugs and decorations, and guns from brand names Smith & Wesson, Bursa, Glock, and Ruger. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118 to 22462. Merry Christmas from Appaloosa Trading Post, Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco, and on Facebook. Tis the season to give, and it's okay to get. Get holiday gift cards from La Fiesta, We Cool Tacos, and Village Pizzeria. Purchase $50 in gift cards and get $10 free for yourself or for someone else. And don't forget, it's tamale time. Choose from delicious pork or chicken tamales. Order yours online at LaFiesta.com. Merry Christmas from your friends at La Fiesta you got to put in the work to be healthy and successful, right? That's why I take M-Drive, daily supplement for driven guys with no plans to slow down as they get older. M-Drive supports your body's natural testosterone production to give you the energy and strength you need to compete every single day. You can find it at Walgreens, Rite Aid, and Vitamin Shop, or go to mdrivedan.com. Get free shipping and 60-day guarantee. M-Drive, Walgreens, Rite Aid, Vitamin Shop, or mdrivedan.com. Don't let age beat you. Visit mdrivedan.com. Whether you're vaccinated or not, it's important to know the symptoms of COVID and its variants. Fever is the leading sign, and only the Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer has been proven accurate with more than 100 clinical studies. Non-contact thermometers have no clinical evidence behind them and cannot be relied on. Be vigilant and seek medical advice at the first sign of fever. 
Be accurate with Exergen. Learn more at exergen.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Cowboys get the win over the New York football Giants yesterday, 21-6, and stay atop of the NFC East with Washington coming to town next Sunday night. Two games in the NFL tonight with the Raiders in Cleveland, a 4 o'clock kickoff on the NFL Network, and Minnesota is at Chicago with a 7:15 kickoff on ESPN. Bowl season continues in the Myrtle Beach Bowl this afternoon, Old Dominion versus Tulsa on ESPN. Number one, Bader will host Alcorn State tonight in the Farrell Center. Free game is at 5.30 and tip at 6 o'clock. And you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Three Central Texas teams bring home a championship. China Spring and Lorena both get the state championship at AT&T Stadium. And the Crusaders of Mary Hart and Bader bring home a national championship from the Hall of Fame Stadium in Canton, Ohio. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Find everything you need at Lowe's Winterfest, where even last-minute gifts feel far from last minute, like Blackstone Grills. Everyday low price starting at $149, or save $30 on the Google Nest Smart Thermostat. Was $129.99, now $99.99. All right, there it is. Uh, Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, rolling into the 4 o'clock hour. Oh, jeez. Sorry about that. I, <laughs> Everything okay? Here? Two things are playing at once, and I know. I and know. Uh, okay, it's okay. Let's just. I couldn't stop it. it for some reason. Right, well, I mean, some, if you can't stop it, just let it go. I'm fine with it. Um, we'll just play that throughout the uh, segment here. Ah, <laughs> uh, it is. Uh, it's Matt Mosley, Aaron Sexton, alongside. You just heard his voice uh, during the break, Aaron. I was talking to some of our friends over at. Uh, over at Mary Harden Baylor, and uh, Sarah does such a great job over there as the uh, sports information director. And you can imagine she's been uh, under siege, and everybody wants to talk to folks for whether it be Coach Fredenberg. Now, Coach Fredenberg was on this morning on that game time show with Tom and Ward, and so it's great to get to hear from him. We're celebrating a lot of stuff. We got the Mary Harden Baylor championship. We've got uh, Lorena. Coach Biles, we're celebrating that. And then Coach Bell, obviously, at China Spring. And then, um, you know, Franklin got a state championship. We're just all celebrating right now. And so, uh, Aaron, as you might have predicted, I am uh, I am very keen on getting the young man that uh, basically, uh, I mean, he, he may end up getting the award for, I'm trying to think of the name of that. It's kind of the Heisman award for division three and it's an amazing honor and our man jefferson fritz is up for that and he had an you know an unbelievable career at mary harden baylor and i don't have it in front of me one year he had like 12 interceptions in one season i would imagine he's going to end up with his career at about like 20 23 interceptions i mean just just wild the numbers. I mean, I would say he's like the Trayvon Diggs of Mary Harden Baylor. Plays safety. You kind of know him because he's got that long hair hanging out the uh, hanging out the helmet. And uh, number two, I believe. I was watching the game the other night, and he was all over the field. And of course, he had another interception because that's what he does. Even though they try to throw it away from him, 
that uh, North Central, that team out of Illinois, tried to go at him one time. And, of course, uh, Mr. Fritz jumped up there and got his uh, interception. Now, why do I always, why have I jumped on this bandwagon? Well, he's from my hometown. He is from Kaufman, Texas. And while Kaufman has put out Ronnie Trammell and Peely Jones and, oh, just some unbelievable players over the years, Damon Miles, uh, Sean Wren, Joel Wren. I mean, the names go on and on. But I, I don't know if anybody's accomplished to this level. Now, people say, well, Matt, what about the guy who played at, you know, Houston or Tech? I don't care. I don't care what division you play at. You win a national title. Hurley was uh, Hurley Miller was great, I should say. John Hooper was great at ACU. Both of those guys played at Abilene Christian. Those names come to mind as guys from my high school. But what this young man has done is just unreal. So, anyway, we're tracking him down, and we'll have him on our show. And pretty much anybody uh, who just won a state title or a national title, if you want to come on the show, the phone lines are open. <laughs> just call in. We want to, we want to have all of you guys on. Uh, so it is uh, the Matt Mosley Show, <clears throat> ESPN Central Texas. Now, our uh, Campus Confidential will come up at 440 today. That's where Aaron kind of lines a bunch of different things up, and we'll examine what's going on with college football. There's some interesting things. We can also talk about college basketball there. The, the men uh, got a big win at Oregon. The women lost on a neutral court um, to the number 13 team, Michigan. I'm not going to try to put a bow on this thing. It's not good. I mean, you know, you're number five team in the country. You want to beat a team like this. Will it help for the future? Maybe. It might do it. You don't want to lose and learn lessons. You want to win and learn lessons. And uh, we'll have Nikki Collin on tomorrow to talk about it. The, uh, the women did lose in overtime. Uh, I believe the score was 74 to 68 to a really good Michigan team. They're number 13 in the country, but the Bears were favored. The uh, our, the Baylor women were favored, and uh, and we'll, we're going to talk to Nikki Collin and kind of try to get the feel for what exactly is going on. Uh, but but again, they're going to lose some games. It's a new it's a new offense. It's a new defense. It's everything. So I'm not going to get panicked about it. But we're not used to losing. With with uh, women's basketball, do you ever hear that, Aaron? Occasionally, it almost comes out the Lady Bears. Well, we only talked about the Lady Bears for the last twenty five years. It's kind of hard to immediately make the transition. They are the Baylor women's basketball team, uh, but we'll talk about it <clears throat> and break all that down. Now, Aaron, be by the way, be ready to talk today as much as possible. I'm, I've got all kinds of cough drops and everything. I'm not doing well, uh, and it's. Uh, and, unfortunately, anytime somebody's sick now, you're like, does he have COVID? I don't think so. Now, I'm not, I've not arrived at a point where I have like a horrible cough or anything, anything that makes me think I need to go get tested. But I am going to just sort of quarantine from the rest of the, the M&M broadcasting because I don't want to get anybody sick right before Christmas. Aaron, is that, do you feel like that's pretty generous of me, pretty gracious not to come into the office? Just who you are, you know. That's Matt Mosley. Even though I rarely try to come into the <laughs> office. That, well, that was kind of the joke, yeah. <laughs> I know, I know, but not everybody knows that. Um, uh, because we sound like we're always in the same little area, which is great. That's kind of how we designed it to be. But Aaron is in the uh, where all our news happens, and that's when you hear the, the breaking news sounder. And that was fun the other day. We had a lot of breaking news sounders because we had – 
we had to announce like um, stuff that like touchdowns that would happen in the arena game on Thursday, and then of course China Spring game. Um, Aaron, do you think China Spring or Lorena, either one, would want us to like show up and be on one of the floats? like in their state championship parade, is that something they might want? Or do you think we ought to hold off on that? You may want to talk to someone before that. Okay. I'm looking here. I need to uh, – I I I got to get in touch with our buddy uh, Brian Bell. Oh, there he is right there. Okay, let's call him while we're on the air. No, I'm going to reach out to him because I really want to talk to Brian. What what an amazing accomplishment that was. Uh, the, and the Bell family, think about that. Sean Bell, the greatness of what Sean's done with Jerry Bohannon, Blake Shapin, and all of that. And then, uh, you know, the dad, the, the, I mean, he's the, he, he got all the, the guy started. And if you've seen Sean's kids, I mean, they're hilarious. They're going to be the next coaching group. But uh, Brian Bell, uh, Coach Bell, of course, their dad, I mean, the whole, it just, kept, it just keeps going. And, I, you know, who knows? There may be more Bells on the way who will be coaches. But what a great state championship um, for for Brian to be able to take over for his brother. And, uh, you know, if Brian wants to be a college coach someday, he can do it. I mean, I really think he can do it. But I think he loves the high school level, just like Joey McGuire loved the – I mean, Joey McGuire, when I talked to him the other day, both on air and off air, Joey – still thinks of himself as a high school football coach. I mean, I think Sean, it's a little bit the same way. Yeah, they're college coaches now, but they, you never leave, that never leaves you when you truly pour into high school kids. And, uh, and, and even some of these guys I've looked to see kind of what their careers were like, some of these guys that just won state titles, and, and you'll see where they went and tried to coach college for a little while and did fine, but they wanted to come back and coach uh, – coach at the high school level again i mean that's pretty cool you know how that all works out all right uh cowboys and we'll talk more as we get into the five o'clock hour today but uh dallas cowboys that that, that right now it's the defense doing it all they go to the giants and the giants are just awful i mean it's a really really bad team and i've heard people over the years say i'm not going to style point wins I'm not going to come over here and style point. That's ridiculous. What do you think we do? Do you think we're in the business of just coming on and, like, praising whoever wins? Well, that's, yeah, there are people that do that, like fan sites and that kind of thing. But what we do is try to tell you how it is. And the Cowboys, while I love the fact that the defense, I mean, Parsons didn't even have one of his better games. Well, Lawrence causes two fumbles. I mean, the the play where he causes the fumble, Saquon Barkley never fumbles. He had never lost a fumble in his career. In his NFL career, he'd had like three fumbles, I believe, um, and had not lost any of them, maybe two coming into that game. He's coming through the line. Lawrence shows up on the uh, scene and puts one of the dangest punches on the ball you've ever seen. Ball comes out of there. Cowboys get it. Okay, so they're up 21-6 in that game. They get four takeaways in the game. So there's about five, six minutes left. Maybe it's like eight minutes, whatever it was. And, I mean, for, for reasons that I still are unclear to me, they roll out Dak 
to the right side on a naked boot, and he wants to throw back across the field on a deep ball. Now, why would you do that? Well, here's the reason you do it. Because your, your quarterback has lost confidence. Quarterback's not what he has been. Just not, you know, he's not throwing the ball downfield. Also, he's got receivers dropping the ball on him. So you're going to try to get him a deep ball that makes everybody feel good about things. He goes rolling out to the right side. <clears throat> he is crushed as he's getting ready to throw the ball. Giants get it. Now, if the Giants were any good at all, they could have stuck the ball in there and made it 21-13 and turned it into a one-score game with about five or six minutes left. It happened the, the week before. It also happened against the Saints. These, these, the Cowboys are trying to let teams hang around because their offense is so out of joint. Now, here's the good part of the offense. Pollard ran the ball with authority. He'd been hurt. He's obviously got the most speed of the backs, 12 carries, 74 yards. Could they give him more carries? You bet. But I'm not going to sit there and scoff at like six point something yards a carry. I mean, any college, any NFL team's going to take that. 12 carries, 74 yards, thank you. Yeah, yeah, we'll go with that. And then, of course, Zeke, they pounded it with him a little bit. I think 16 for 52 yards, sadly. That's what qualifies as a good outing for Zeke these days. That's unfortunate. That's unfortunate kind of where it's come. But, I mean, let's just be honest about it. That's where it is right now. So, you know, we're going to continue to break things down for uh, Dak. I mean, you know, it's kind of like, is Dak in a slump? I mean, is that that really what we're going to sit here and argue about over and over? Dak being in a – I mean, bottom line is I don't care what he is. He's just not that good right now. Is it the O-line's fault? Is it the receiver's? Is it the play caller? I don't know. I guess you could blame a lot of people. The one thing that McCarthy can't bring himself to do is to blame the quarterback because they don't have any other solution right now. This guy makes a, a ton of money. So, you know, later in the program today, we might take a little time to let you guys weigh in on this. Where are we right now in, in, the, in the DAC panic meter? Do you feel a little bit better? I mean, he, he played okay bad fumble wasn't great I mean he's like 27 for 38 for 211 yards or something I mean I don't think that was great but maybe it's an improvement I did see some different arm angles but uh, that's where this thing is right now Aaron uh, Sexton did you come away from that game feeling better about Dak is there anything Dak did that made made you feel better about maybe where the offense is headed? Not, um, I guess a little bit, but not a lot. I expected a big game from him against a, a really, really depleted Giants team, and he had an okay game. You know, he didn't have a bad game. Like you said, the fumble was bad, but it just wasn't the Dak that we saw early in the year that we're hoping to see again. Well, I, uh, I, I'm with you, and I don't know if we're going to see that, Dak. And the question becomes, is this defense so good that we don't have to see the old Dak, that the defense could get it done? And I think that's something our people, our listeners, 
might want to weigh in on. Again, CNC Collision text line is 254-662-1660. Do you think the Cowboys could do anything with the DAC we saw yesterday and, and let this defense carry the thing? You know, I, I'd like to hear. I'd like to hear from, from our listeners. And you can do that at 254-662-1660. All right, it is time for Campus Confidential. We're getting closer and closer, by the way, to that Baylor uh, Sugar Bowl versus Ole Miss. Ran into some people today. That's all they wanted to talk about is getting ready for that game. The ESPN Central Texas family will be there, will be in town. And uh, that's going to be a very exciting deal. All right, we're, uh, we're going to talk, though, college football and college athletics next in Campus Confidential. Recently on the John Moore Show. John McClain of the Houston Chronicle. As someone who grew up here as a diehard sports fan, especially football fan, but a Baylor fan, being able to read Dave Campbell and listen to Frank Fallon, who was also a friend of mine through his son Steve, was like reading the Word of God and listening to the voice of God. John Morris, weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. City Ranch Boot Company has a new location and they can't wait to see you. Choose your skin, choose your design. Let them create that perfect pair of boots, belt, wallet, or handbag. With over 30 years of leather industry, owner Jay Kelly and his team know their stuff. Design boots for the bride and groom or the entire wedding party. Put your company logo on boots as sales incentive or thank your employees. Incorporate your ranch brand or the name of your ranch as a gift for your family. Bring them in for a lifelong memory. City Ranch Boot Company, custom designed, locally owned, family operated, and Texas made. City Ranch Boot Company brings you a unique experience. Shop off the shelf or design yourself. City Ranch Boot Company, located at 10267 North River Crossing, just off Highway 6 and 185, next to the Joko Building. Call them at 254-855-7225. Find them on Facebook and Instagram, too. Or visit their website, cityranchboot.com. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Baylor Football on ESPN Central Texas. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. 
Well, it is, uh, it is uh, the uh, Campus Confidential. And, uh, of course, we do talk a lot of college football and all of that. We're going to get to everything that uh, Aaron has. But uh, uh, it's uh, there's something. Ring in the new year with Baylor. All right. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Well, the breaking news sounder. Aaron, pod the music down for just a second here. We need to we need to investigate this. Big news out there breaking. And Matt Stepp, of course, he breaks a lot of news for Dave Campbell's Texas Football uh, Magazine. But uh, China Spring uh, head coach Brian Bell just won state championship. He has resigned his post and will join the staff at Baylor University. Whoa. That is huge, and uh, of course that came down a little bit earlier this afternoon, and um, um, that's uh, that is uh, that's big, that is big, and uh, Brian Bell just wins a state title. I was just sitting there trying to book Brian. Now we know, Tom. If you wondered why Brian couldn't come on, and now you have your answer, uh, but uh, never to be heard from again because we're not we're not allowed to talk to any Baylor assistants. <laughs> Maybe there's like this tiny little period of time between the state title where they would let Brian talk to us. Maybe not. Maybe not. Once uh, once you join uh, Coach Aranda's staff, your media opportunities are gone. And that's okay because, I mean, didn't seem to hurt Joey McGuire too badly. Uh, he, uh, I, I got cut off from Joey, but then Joey ends up being the head coach at Texas Tech. Brian Bell, who just wins the state title. The news is now. I always want to look and make sure that somebody's not just having fun out here on Twitter, which happens to time. But this is the the actual site, Matt Step of Dave Campbell's uh, Texas Football Magazine, and uh, and and he breaks a ton of news. So if he has it, it's happening. And uh, so China Spring, Brian Bell wins the, uh, and I don't know exactly, you know what he, what role he will serve. But this guy's a flat out good coach. So. I, you know, there can be more than one Bell on a coaching staff. So Sean Bell's little brother, uh, Brian Bell, is now um, is now on staff at. Uh, that is really something. So uh, that at uh, at at Baylor, and uh, and um, so that is uh, that is that's big big news happening in uh, local high school football. And uh, that went down a little bit earlier this afternoon. I had just uh, come from straight from a funeral and jumped on the air, and uh, and I just happened to, uh, thanks to uh, thanks to our man Simcox, uh, alerted me to that news. And there it is, big news. Uh, Aaron, that is uh, that's quite a way to start Campus Confidential. And uh, Aaron, you did the call-in show all uh, all year. And, um, and, and monitor China Spring, but isn't that something? To go from winning a state title to now you're on a college staff. And, again, Brian Bell was a star player. Uh, Sean Bell quarterbacked at Baylor. Brian Bell was a star quarterback at Sam Houston State. Uh, he was a Bearcat. And, of course, they just won a national title uh, here recently. So uh, very, very exciting uh, stuff coming down. But uh, – uh, Aaron, I—I I mean, now I'm sure you think uh, you think the uh, Lorena people are worried Coach Biles might leave them for <laughs> to become a uh, <laughs> to become a college coach. You never know. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> Man, 
Man, but that uh, that is very exciting that uh, that for Coach Bell, and we're excited for him as he becomes uh, joins this. Uh, wow, what a uh, what a huge what a huge moment for him. All right, Aaron, I guess you could turn up the music again. <laughs> Maybe you should start the announcement again for. But uh, yeah, that was just coming down, and uh, that's a uh, that's a very big news for the Baylor football program. Brian Bell now will be on the Baylor staff, and we'll get you more details as it emerges. You know where where what area he'll be coached. Obviously, he has expertise running an offense and uh, in in being a uh, quarterbacks coach. But uh, his older brother Sean Bell is the quarterbacks coach for Baylor. So we'll see all we'll see how this all shakes out. All right, we will uh, we will start with some college basketball news. The new AP Top 25 is out. Baylor remains number one, although unlike last week, they are not a unanimous number one. They got 60 of 61 first-place votes. Someone voted for number six, Arizona, and gave them a first-place vote. They are 11-0 on the season. The Bears ended a uh, four-week streak of turnover at the top of the polls by taking care of Oregon uh, this weekend. They received 60 of 61 first-place votes. They're the first number one to win a road game this season. So congratulations to the Bears. Another week at number one. Yeah, I I think that road game and uh, still playing catch-up. The other day, you know, they had, the, uh, they had that Villanova game. <laughs> I had to record that and uh, – the women were playing during a Cowboys game, so I've got that recorded, and I have to kind of go back and look at that. But um, but that was fun. I, I that Oregon they they got challenged a little bit, and Oregon kept coming there at the end. Got it to about six points, and then I got to see. I'm trying to think who gave him the pass. It might have I, I can't remember if it was Akinjo or Cryer. It might have been Akinjo. And. Our man, Kendall Brown, just dunks everything in sight. I mean, it, it, it's – I'm trying to think. Baylor's had some guys that are awesome at alley-oops. You know, Rico Gathers could go get it. Uh, Vital could go get it. Meyer can go get it. I mean, they had uh, – back in the day, Andre Branch could jump out of the gym. That's more of my vintage. Quincy AC. AC could go get it. AC – once dunked on Texas like nine or ten times. You remember that time, Aaron? I was at that game. It was so amazing. <laughs> How many times he dunked? Nine times, ten times? Remember that? He just dunked on them all day. That was a Rick Barnes team. And they just dunked on them all afternoon. Yeah, that was a fun game. And uh, thanks to Heath Nilsson. Loved Heath. Heath Nilsson was a longtime uh, um, football, and he helped uh, David Kay in basketball and and uh, he, I, I tell you, Heath, uh, Heath was, had a lot of passion. It got Heath in trouble sometimes, all that passion. But uh, I, love, I love Heath Nilsson. I, I did. And I, not everybody did in the media because Heath could be pretty combative. Maybe that's why I loved him. <laughs> I kind of like combative people. Heath and I, Heath would have to get on to me sometimes. But, man, that guy was solid. I really liked Heath a lot, and I miss him. But he's up there writing books. He's writing books about the – the Mormon faith and his history with the Mormons, uh, like in the Mormon faith and all that kind of thing. So I always thought that was kind of neat, too, that Heath was a big-time uh, LDS guy in the heart of Baptist country. You know, I think that's awesome. I think Baylor ought to bring 
more people from different faiths in. I don't think it's ever a good idea, even though I am Baptist, just to surround ourselves with a bunch of Baptists. we got to have Catholics, Mormons, uh, Jewish folks. I mean, we ought to celebrate some, you know, Hanukkah, do the whole thing. Okay, can you tell I've gotten off track just a little bit (laughs) (laughs) when I'm talking about Hanukkah? I think we've already just finished uh, Hanukkah, but I love the menorah, and I love some of the traditions around the Jewish faith as well. One day, Aaron, somebody came running down the hall, and I was, I was, there was, there's something to do with Jewish faith, and some of our Jewish uh, members of the audience will know. It's like Hanukkah, there's, there's, there's part of the Jewish faith that begins with a C, and for some reason, I was pronouncing something wrong, and I said something along the lines of, like, Chanukah or something. I just messed it up, okay? It was, it was, I was on in Dallas, and this guy, Barry Vagoda, who was Jewish, came running down the hall and into the studio to explain to me that, it's not, that that was wrong, that whatever I was saying was completely wrong. And you can imagine, Aaron, that Randy Galloway and I did not maybe have as much of knowledge of the Jewish faith as we should have. <laughs> but, but, uh, but, but, but one of our Jewish buddies uh, kind of uh, helped us out there. So, anyway, all that to say, um, I, I, I can't even remember where we started, but I think it was something about Baylor, and it was something about uh, Baylor going on the road. Aaron, uh, bring us back. Try to get us back on the path, sir. What else do you have? The, Please don't uh, talk AP. about this loss. Please don't talk about this loss of the, the women. I'm, I'm, I'm hurt by that. I, losing to the number 13 Michigan, I'm starting. I'm a little. That worries me a little bit. You know me very well. The uh, women's AP Top 25 is out, and for the first time in 16 years, UConn is not in the top 10. The UConn Huskies fell four spots to number 11 after losing to Louisville yesterday, and uh, their record of 313 straight weeks in the top 10 dating back to March 7, 2005 is over. Would you like to guess who has the current longest active streak in the top 10 i'd have to say the bears are you saying that the women did not fall out of the top 10 uh based on the uh, loss to michigan they did not they fell two ten. south carolina remains unanimous number one uh michigan jumps up to number nine baylor 10 yukon 11 texas 12 iowa state 13 and texas a&m is 23 and number 10, Baylor, now does have the longest active streak of inside the top 10 with 136 straight weeks. Well, I mean, Aaron, I would say you, gotta be, you better keep winning, stay in that top 10. You better get back on the winning ways because uh, it's trending the wrong direction. And, again, I've got to examine everything, and we'll talk to Coach Collin tomorrow, our weekly visit with Coach Collin. And, hey, Nikki, Nikki's up for the fight. She's not going to walk away from any questioning. I mean, my gosh. But um, that's a tough one. It's a tough one. I mean, and Alyssa played well. I know uh, Jordan had, uh, I think I saw, I'm trying to think. I saw, I saw one, I, th- I think she had 15. And um, Sarah Andrews had 16 in that game. I'm just going off the top of my head from, kind of checking the box score i'm going to examine it tonight i'm going to go back and watch everything and and so i'll just have a better grasp of exactly what happened you know probably what happened is michigan's good probably what happened is 
They got it to overtime. And by the way, at the end of third quarter, the Baylor women jumped in there and held Michigan scoreless for, for a couple of minutes and got on a run and, and, and scored quite a few straight points. And I, I thought that was uh, went on like a 7-0 run. And there were some good things that came out of that game. Okay, it wasn't all bad. But Baylor people were not used to the women losing at all. And so losing twice in non-conference feels like a lot. Now, would it have been better for Nikki to be able to ease into this thing? Yeah. But this previous, that one they lost, uh, and that was a close game too in Maryland, she's the one who scheduled that game. So I don't think we can blame Kim and Kim scheduling for these losses. I think Nikki actually wanted to go play these teams. So let's just keep that in mind as we move forward. Is it great? No. But I'm not going to panic. Let's see how this thing goes. And it's going to be fun. Vic Schaefer's got his team, as Aaron just said, at number 12 in the country. Bears are number 10 in the country. Let's have it out. Let's see. Let's see. Is Vic Schaefer already made up the ground? And is Texas as good, if not better, than Baylor? We'll find out. Get to play twice. Get to play twice. So we'll know soon enough. All right, Aaron, what else do you have? Transfer portal news, as we do pretty much every day. Former Auburn starting quarterback Bo Nix announced yesterday he's transferring to Oregon. The move will reunite Nix with his former position coach and offensive coordinator during his freshman year at Auburn, Kenny Dillingham, who left Auburn after one season. Dillingham spent the last two seasons as Florida State's offensive coordinator before being hired by new Oregon coach Dan Lanning to the same position last week. Nix was the SEC freshman of the year in 2019 He had thrown 11 touchdowns and three interceptions in 10 games this year before suffering a season-ending ankle injury. Okay, okay, I do love it when you bring me the portal news. I was trying to think if there were any of these Baylor things we we, uh, needed to hit again. We're going to have to dig in on some uh, Baylor quarterback stuff at some point. Uh, The news today that started it was – Brian Bell is has resigned from China Spring. You say, well, what, Matt, they just won a state title. I mean, you get mad? What happened? No, no. Baylor, you know, it's funny. Somebody had written that here recently. Like, they should go hire Brian Bell. Like, somebody, just trying to think who it was. I mean, I saw it on Twitter. I want to give the proper... And whoever it was, I feel like it was either like uh, somebody in the media or maybe just a Baylor fan, but they were like saying, hey, they should go after Brian Bell. Well, what did they do? And and by the way, I, I think I think this hire would have been made whether they won or lost that game. I don't think it was like, well, okay, China Spring won state, so let's go hire Brian Bell. I think probably even if they had lost a couple of weeks ago, they would have gone after Brian Bell. But or, or who knows, even they lost their first game, which they weren't going to do. But the guy wins the state title, and now he's on the Baylor staff. And uh, the guy who uh, breaks a lot of that news, Matt Stepp, had this on Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. And uh, that guy's usually pretty solid from what I can tell. Hey, Aaron, he kind of he's like you. He likes to turn that cap around backwards. All right? Do you ever do that, Aaron? When's the last time you turned your cap around backwards? Like to play pool, does it ever – does it ever, do you ever turn the cap around backwards when you're shooting some billiards? I do not. I rarely wear a cap, and when I do, it's, it's to keep the sun from baking my forehead, so I keep it facing forward. 
how long ago did you start shaving your head? Uh, it's probably about 20 years ago, my late wow. 20s. I was what an year? early adapter. When I realized what? I was going bald, that seemed like the thing to do, and it's worked out pretty well. Well, if it grew back, where would it grow back? At the back, sort of? Or I know. I mean, I have... still would have, like, the horseshoe kind of look. Oh, the horseshoe. Yeah, I'm not completely bald. With a, I have a bald spot in the back, and it's horseshoed up top. But I'd rather Aaron, just shave it. I'm used to it. Aaron used to uh, work at a, at a at kind of a well-known uh, Waco area billiards place. And, Aaron, I was just thinking about this because I was getting my uh, hair cut the other day at a place that had uh, a pool table. And the thing I could never really get the, the hang of, I, I would always kind of be embarrassed to have to break. I just didn't get – I, and I could play decently, not like you, of course, but the other stuff I could do okay. But I always, I always hated it. I couldn't break it harder. Like, it did, they didn't, like I – didn't, I didn't, they didn't, like, come crazy out of there when I hit it. Well, could you teach me how to, how to maybe get a little more force behind my break? Absolutely. Is something you could teach me? Okay, Easy good. fix. Okay. I appreciate that. I want to do that. And uh, I, even if you have to give me one of those, like, sticks to use, you know, <laughs> where, where, I, where I balance the, the thing against. Okay. Uh, we got a really cool guest coming up here at 5 o'clock. And uh, it's another one of the many members of Dave Campbell's uh, former sports staff uh, with the Waco Trib. And also, he's a Baylor man. It is... Tony Peterson, he's next. The flagship station for Baylor basketball is ESPN Central Texas. This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally fit arch supports at the Good Feet store. Ah, music to our ears. Just like the words of Randy and Dennis, real customers who decided to give Good Feet arch supports a try with a free fitting and test walk. In the morning, it felt like I was standing on marbles on my heel. Working at an amusement park and being on my feet all day long, extreme pain every day. Trying so many different things over the counter, none of it worked. When I went into the Good Feet store, the fitting was all about me. She brought out these two little art supports, tried them on, walked around the store with them, and immediately felt better. It's amazing. Your day becomes better and the sun shines. You know, it's a good life. See how our trusted specialists and personally fit arch supports can help with foot, knee, hip, and back pain. Stop by the Good Feet store for a free fitting and test walk today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. Stop by today at the Good Feet store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, DMRA Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. This is ESPN Central Texas. I'm Joe Kaleo. At Kaleo Wealth Management Group, we believe a sound financial plan always starts by developing a good relationship with each client. We'd like the opportunity to build a relationship with you and help begin charting your path toward your financial goals. Dream big. We'll listen. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. 
Since 2009, Dr. Philip Myatt in Waco Heart and Vascular has specialized in the treatment of diseases and disorders that affect the heart and its associated blood vessels. The doctors and staff at Waco Heart and Vascular are committed to giving Central Texans quality care in a timely and compassionate manner, treating patients the same way they would treat a member of their own family. They carefully explain treatment options to patients so they understand and trust the prescribed course of care. They come to you in your hometown so you can see them locally. Waco Heart and Vascular, 254-235-WELL. You've been putting back a few, and a few becomes a few too many. For a moment, you think of calling for a ride, but nah, you live nearby. What's the worst that could happen? You get pulled over, your insurance goes up, you lose your license, you total your car, you kill someone. The results of driving drunk are tragic. That's why law enforcement is out there looking for impaired drivers to save lives. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again. Drive sober or get pulled over. Paid for by NHTSA. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. Presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Also sponsored by Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Ascension Providence, Myatt Fuels, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. Hi, this is Matt Mosley. Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, rolling right through a Monday. And uh, excited to talk to our next guest, Tony Peterson, uh, the distinguished uh, chair of journalism over at SMU. I like that, uh, Tony, that it said, uh, uh, it's like, uh, in it under Belo. A man that you know, came from the Houston Chronicle, and uh, and then you're endowed by uh, by the name we associate with the Dallas Morning News. I'd say uh, that's that's pretty that's pretty good stuff there. You uh, you have been at some some great places, but uh, Tony, it was really fun seeing you the other day. Even though it was kind of a sad occasion, but I thought the uh, I thought the uh, the service was beautiful as we celebrated the life of uh, Dave Campbell. Welcome to the Matt Mosley Show. Well, thank you very much, Matt, and it's great to be with you, and it was great to see you at uh, the memorial service for Dave, and, and you're right, there are obviously certain sadness about it, but yet at the same time, uh, my goodness, what a life, 96 years and productive really right up until the end of his life, and he touched the lives of so many people in so many positive ways, including mine, and I have forever been grateful about having the opportunity that Dave gave me, and and many other young journalists. What was the, uh, tell me the first time you crossed paths with uh, Dave Campbell, and can you remember what year that would have been, not to date you? Well, I can remember exactly, because I went to work at the Tribune in the fall of 1970, and uh, I was still a student at Baylor. I was a sophomore, uh, just entering my sophomore year, and there were a number of students at Baylor who, who worked part-time and even full-time for the Tribune during that time. So it was the fall of 1970. And I will never forget my first real encounter with Dave because I sat next to him at a Baylor uh, football game. Dave was there riding the uh, lead, of course, and I was assigned to do a sidebar or what we called in those days dressing room stories. I was assigned to go to the visitor's. Uh, dressing room after the game and get quotes and uh, write a story. And I'll never forget that. It, it is clear to me as, as if it happened yesterday. Dave was there 
doing his own play-by-play, and he was doing it in great detail. And and after a, a few minutes, I, I just asked him, uh, Mr. Campbell, why do you do your own play-by-play? Because they, they have one here in the press box that they pass out. <laughs> and I'll never forget this. He looked at me and said, the play-by-play in the press box sometimes has mistakes. <laughs> and it just it told me it told me how fastidious he was about accuracy and every detail right down to yardage gained down what exactly what happened everything had to be exactly as it happened and everything had to be accurate and if it were not accurate uh you heard about it and dave knew and uh there was still, even late in his life, there was nobody who could dissect a college football game better than Dave Campbell. I like your wording there. You must have written at some point in your life <laughs> to use fastidious. I love that. I mean, that <laughs> that kind of sums it up uh, because that kind of, even in the way he dressed, the way he approached everything, that he was he was the perfect editor because a lot of us that were writers are just kind of a mess. We, we're just sort of, you know, we just kind of go through life and, going from one thing to another, and that's just not how he was. It, it's funny, those SWC tours, and I'm sure you got to go on a few of those in your career. Uh, can you imagine Dave being where, with those guys like Blackie Sherrod, and uh, if you go back to Cartwright and some of those guys, Herskowitz is a guy obviously you've known for years. I, I, those were characters who probably didn't wait till noon to maybe have their first drink, and, and Dave was not like that. It's just funny to me think back on him being part of that group. I mean, his he lived so long, probably because he took good care of himself and played a lot of tennis. But that was kind of the group he was in. I mean, uh, and, and it's it's just amazing to me that he saw a lot in his ninety six years. Well, he sure did, and you're right. Uh, he was in a group of writers. Uh, who were extremely talented, but uh, there was a messiness to their lives. And uh, in in Dave's life, there was complete order in every detail. And that's just the way he lived. Uh, it's the way he raised his family. Uh, it's the way he edited the sports section at the Tribune Herald. And certainly it's the way he launched uh, Texas football and the way he carried himself. He carried himself extremely well. And you, you knew that when you were in Dave's presence, you really were in the presence of somebody who was very special. Talking to Tony Peterson, uh, who worked under Dave Campbell uh, back, as he said, starting in 1970, has been a great editor in Texas, and then he became a uh, professor and became uh, dean of journalism over at SMU. Uh, it's uh, and it has tried to retire, but they won't let him retire over there at SMU. Now, what do you remember, Tony, about? Uh, Texas Football Magazine. Like, first of all, when did that get on your radar as someone that uh, that that went to Baylor, and and when did you start taking notice? And can you kind of remember maybe the first cover that really stood out to you back in the day? Yeah, I remember. Uh, I remember noticing it in when it came out in 1960. I was 10 years old. And I first saw it in Pipkin's Drugstore there on uh, North 19th. And the people in Waco, uh, longtime Wacoans, will remember uh, Pipkin's Drugstore. Uh, and I remember that it just it it uh, I, I didn't buy a copy. I was 10. I, I couldn't afford it. Uh, but uh, the first co- the first cover that I really remember, of course, uh, 
uh, I guess it was uh, John Bridgers and uh, I guess I guess it was Larry Elkins on the cover uh, because I was totally infatuated with Baylor. Uh, I, I I I grew up just absolutely knowing that I wanted to get a degree from Baylor. Uh, I grew up in in the, uh, over in, and I went to La Vega High School. I grew up near Bell Mead, uh, the same area that uh, Dave grew up in, as a matter of fact. And of course, he went to La Vega High School himself, graduated in 1941. And uh, I started really uh, noticing Texas football uh, at that point. And then, of course, when I went to work at the Tribune, uh, there were a number of us who who did odd jobs. And uh, you know, I starting out that young, I wasn't good enough to write for Texas football, uh, but uh, we did some editing, and in particular, we did some fact-checking on some of the high school sections, uh, and uh, believe me, fact-checking was a big deal in Texas football. Oh, yeah, yeah, and, and did not want to get anything wrong, and that's a ton of information. I mean, for people that don't, I mean, it's it's like every classification, the taps, you know, everything. He wanted to include every, and I think just the 2A, the 1A, and maybe that was, I bet when you went to La Vega and when he'd gone to La Vega, um, you know, La Vega was probably, what, two, 1A or 2A back in the back of the day. But, uh, my goodness, he, he, every classification, and he treated those 1A and 2A schools. Like, for my dad came from Elkhart, which would have been, I guess, a single-A school uh, in deep East Texas. Those were as important to Dave as the 5A, what would become 5A schools. Oh, all of that was incredibly important, and Dave knew that. Uh, Dave knew the importance of high school football in small-town Texas. And for those young guys playing football, to get their name listed in Texas Football Magazine was just a huge deal. And it, it gave us standing to high school football that otherwise, really, I believe, would not have been there. And uh, Dave understood that very well. And he uh, spent a great deal of time and energy making sure that high schools got due credit in Texas football for really not just the sport of high school football, but for really the cultural impact that high school football had across the state. Cody Peterson joining us uh, to talk about Dave Campbell. He worked with him and kept up with him over the years. Uh, you know, it's funny, as he, as, even as he aged, he kept writing, as, as writers tend to do. Uh, I think it keeps your mind active. It, it's one of the reasons I think guys, even sometimes when they don't take care of themselves, live a long time. But, I mean, wasn't that wild how he used to, that Bear Insider report that would go out for the foundation members? Uh, Tony, how many, wasn't he still writing almost like 80 inches of copy, which is, for people that don't really know the writing business, that's a lot, or like 100 inches. He was still writing. And he was doing that probably into his 80s. Uh, I believe that's right. Uh, and he took a great deal of pride in it. And uh, he, uh, again, he would describe uh, games. He would describe uh, people in really specific detail. Uh, and, uh, and in that very literary flair that he always had. But with, of course, that huge attention to accuracy. Uh, but, yeah, he, uh, he wrote... Uh, well, I mean, even uh, as was told at his memorial service uh, just a couple of years ago, he published uh, the book on favorite uh, favorite uh, Texas football stories, uh, and it was uh, published by Texas A&M Press. And then he himself, even at the age of 94, went on a book tour. 
and uh, that's that was just Dave. Uh, he was not going <laughs> to let anything slide. He was not going to miss any opportunity to uh, promote uh, the riding that he loved and the sport that he loved. Is, what's the most important takeaway or trait that you think maybe he passed along to you in your career? Was it that, you know, uh, I'm sure you had to make some of these writers uh, write corrections. You may have become fastidious yourself to a certain extent. Um, what, what was the, what was the big, what was, would you say are your one or two biggest takeaways from your time with Mr. Campbell? I think the biggest one was fairness. And, you know, in several of the stories, uh, he was quoted as saying that uh, really that's how he wanted to be remembered. And he absolutely would do anything to make sure that what he wrote and what was in the magazine and what was in the sports section at the Tribune Herald uh, was fair. And uh, I remember uh, a discussion once about using the word hapless. Uh, and I think one of our desk people used the word hapless in a um, headline referring to uh, maybe a high school or a college team. And Dave talked about it, and he, and he didn't like the use of that word for amateur athletes. And he said they're trying. Uh, we don't know all the details. We don't know the coach. We don't know uh, anything about the, really the totality of the picture. But high school athletes are out there trying as hard as they can, and they shouldn't be referred to as hapless just because they're on a bad team. And uh, I'll never forget that. And that was just that was what Dave did, and everything about him uh, emphasized fairness. Uh, and if there's one takeaway that I have absolutely tried to do in every journalistic endeavor and every uh, editing position I've ever been in, it's to be fair. Yeah, I tell you, I love hearing you talk about it, and I knew you would be great on it. And uh, and and that's really it's really neat to get to catch up with you. It was great to see you the other day. I can tell with those glasses you have on now, those work well over at Snyder Plaza, right across from SMU. You just have that very learned, you know, professorial look about you. So uh, you didn't look like all the other sports writers. Some of us have had a few too many mills over the years. I will not name names, but uh, but you almost look like you may have played some tennis with Dave. Did you ever get to do that? No, I never did. I, I've never played tennis. Uh, I've, I've played <laughs> golf uh, all my life. Uh, I I couldn't have kept up with him even even when he was in his eighties. I couldn't have kept up with him. I guarantee you. <laughs> I like to imagine that he still used a wooden racket. You know, like that. There, there was part of him that thought maybe the advancement of rackets. You know, <laughs> <laughs> he was, we're, he we're was old school. Yeah, he it, was he old was, school. He he definitely he definitely was. Thank you so much, Tony, for uh, for joining me, and it's been fun to get to know you over the years, and even the interest you took in my career as a young writer, and, and uh, means a lot to me. And it was it was really neat getting to catch up with you the other day. Well, Matt, thank you very much for having me, and it's always a pleasure to visit with you, and especially on this occasion to talk about Dave. You bet. There he goes, Tony Peterson, who uh, is was with the Houston Chronicle for many years as the sports editor there. And, uh, and is now the uh, head of journalism uh, over at SMU and would like to maybe retire at some point, but they, he's uh, done too good of a job, and uh, they're having a little trouble replacing him. So he continues to, uh, to teach over there. All right, it is time. By the way, we're, uh, we're off a little early today. Just to warn you, um, we've got basketball coming up. Uh, Alcorn State is, uh, is going to play. They're going to play the Bears this evening. 
and a pretty quick turnaround from Saturday night. But uh, we're going to need to jump off the air a little early. We have a quick little dismount here next, and then it'll be time for some Baylor basketball on ESPN Central Texas. Dr. Rao Ali has been helping Central Texans at Hill Regional Hospital in Hillsboro with necks, backs, arms, and really any part of the body that aches. Call Dr. Rao Ali, 469-562-4188. Now time for a Cowboys update. Hey everyone, with today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Dallas got its 10th win thanks to yesterday's 21-6 road victory in which the defense dominated the Giants. Details after this. At AT AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call and teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone new and existing customers our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA. What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label? It's not about where others say you should be. It's about where you want to go. It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals. Visit SWBC.com for financial services without the labels. The Dallas defense continued its role yesterday, limiting the Giants to two field goals and recording four more takeaways in the Cowboys' 21-6 win at New York. The Cowboys' offense did manage a touchdown from Zeke and a TD catch by Dalton Schultz, plus three Zerline field goals, but once again, the offense had to rely on the defense to set them up in good field position. Dak Prescott said post-game there's now a friendly wager between the Cowboy defense and offense. We have a little bet going on, turnovers versus touchdowns that we have uh, we created this week, and they obviously won this one, but we'll make sure that carries over. And they're doing a great job getting the ball. The Cowboys are now 10-4 and four on the season. Next up, a Sunday night home game against Washington. With the boys at the Star, I'm Christy Scales. If you suffer from chronic pain, whether it's neck or back, arthritis, migraines, or any part of your body, it doesn't have to be that way. Dr. Rao Ali is a board-certified pain specialist that offers his services to Central Texans from Hill Regional Hospital in Hillsboro. He can find the best treatment to help you improve daily function and increase your quality of life. Call Dr. Rao Ali for an appointment, 469-562-4188. That number again, 469-562-4188. Baylor Sports Beat, weekdays at 7.55 a.m. and 5.25 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Wings Pizza and Things has been your go-to place to watch your game for over 15 years. With over 60 big screens, you're sure to catch all the games. With 15 wing sauce flavors from ghost pepper to plain, we have all your taste buds covered. And don't forget about the made-from-scratch pizzas. But wait, there's more. Try their burgers, fillies, sandwiches, and wraps. Don't forget about the wide variety of draft beers and finish your meal off with something from the sweet spot. Check out the entire menu and specials at wingsandtemple.com or follow them on Facebook. Wings Pizza and Things, Temple's home for sports for 15 years. 
Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly clear skies with areas of fog developing overnight with low temperatures falling to around 32 degrees. We'll see areas of fog tomorrow morning, then that'll burn off and leave us with mostly sunny skies. 64 the high, and then on Wednesday, mostly sunny. It's going to be warmer with a high of 70. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. It's time now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show. Well, we're staying by a little early tonight because uh, we'll get Baylor basketball. Alcorn uh, State has uh, made their way into town, and Aaron will be uh, kind of up there at the station, and you'll get to hear it on ESPN Central Texas. And uh, thanks to everybody who's been a part of today. Tony Peterson, the uh, the dean of the uh, – Oh, the journalism school over there at SMU, great guy, and uh, really neat to hear these stories of Dave Campbell. And again, as I mentioned earlier today, got to uh, uh, attend uh, Bob Feather's funeral today, and uh, he had a tremendous impact uh, at Baylor. And uh, pretty much during the 80s and 90s, any building project or fundraising project, he spearheaded a lot of that. And uh, then some folks might remember him as a pastor. He was a pastor at a couple of uh, big Baptist churches, in Dallas, Wilshire Baptist, and Park City's Baptist. But an amazing man, and we celebrated his life today as he passed away at age 93, and uh, just a remarkable family, and uh, what a what a neat uh, neat family. And uh, anyway, it was tough to say goodbye, but great to treasure those memories. All right, Baylor basketball is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor versus Alcorn State, the number one Bears will take the court. Watch out for Alcorn. You never know. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 4 o'clock. It's time now for today's Baylor Sports Beat, your daily dose of green and gold. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on Monday. Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, we'll wrap up men's and women's basketball from the weekend, both playing high-profile games on the road. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Parenting is full of surprises. You never know what to expect. So after our son.